the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And if you've been listening to the first hour of our show, we were talking about estimates and we were talking about the widely different numbers. We're talking about um, what our industry is like right now around tax time. Uh, and a lot of this is my opinion, so you take it for whatever you paid for it, <laughs> which is nothing. Nevertheless, the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. Wayne, you stay there because you're my very first call, but quality transmission in Tempe has been on my list since the inception, which was the late 80s. Many of you remember when we impeached our governor, Evan Meekum, in the late 80s, and at the end of that time, radio had been dominated by the impeachment trial, and that's when I got my start on the radio talking about car, car repair. It became very clear that I needed... I couldn't handle the volume, and I didn't want to handle the volume of calls of people who placed their trust in me, so I began to look at other shops in the valley that I knew, the owners, and I identified, I don't know, 20 guys that really had good shops, and I said to them, if I recommend you, you have to promise that you're not going to embarrass me, and you have to promise to go through the Better Business Bureau on a dispute resolution process, and they all said, yeah, that's got that was the start. So Quality Transmission's been there. We've never even been on a Better Business Bureau complaint. They've been with me for 20 or 30 years, and they haven't even ever had one that I've had to be involved in. They've never gone to arbitration, and I've never had anybody raise their hand and say, hey, I want you to pay quality transmissions bill. And that's because they're good guys. They know what they're doing. They've been around a long time, and they've been in Tempe a very long time. Don't let anybody fool you by saying that I've been in business 44 years. Ask them how many owners they've had in 44 years. If they say two or three or four owners, then they really can't claim all 44 years. That happens a lot. But if you ask Bob, he's been there the whole time. Bob started, I think, in 1977. So he's been there every day since 1977. All righty, let's go to the phones real quick. Wayne, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. I have a question because I was listening to a previous caller about uh, transmissions and factory warranties at 100,000 miles. And, of course, uh, I believe most of the manuals still say if it's a uh, vehicle using taxi service or towing or a dusty environment, then you should do it at 50000 for service. And my question is, let me give or have you give me your opinion about, uh, you know, how long the fluid is, maintains its friction, you know, qualities or friction, uh, lack of friction qualities allowing Okay. smooth operation and uh, under various circumstances if you're towing something you know occasionally to a haul or whatever uh, you know what do you think of the various uh, transmissions these days in uh, vans and light trucks okay that that's that's an easy one 
let, let me tell you that what you're talking about is normal uh, maintenance calendar or the interval and a severe interval. Now, if you take severe, it's dirty, dusty conditions. Ding, ding, Phoenix. Stop right. and go traffic. Ding, ding, Phoenix. Extreme right. hot and cold. Ding, ding, Phoenix, Minnesota, Wisconsin, the New England area. And then you got trailer towing, and everybody in Phoenix has quads, boats, or skidoos, or whatever. <laughs> All right, so the, those things go go. It the easy, easiest way for you to determine when the fluid is worn out is to smell it and to compare it to new. As transmission wears, transmission fluid wears out, it gets dirty. And when you put a drop of it, really and truly, you pull the dipstick out. The engine's off. Pull the dipstick out and touch the end of the dipstick to the chrome bumper on your car. Touch the the dipstick to a painted surface on your car that's light, white. You'll be able to, can you tell the difference between mud and snow on the bumper of your car? <laughs> and the answer sure. is heck yes. So power steering fluid, brake fluid, transmission fluid, all of that stuff gets dirty and it all loses its ability to properly protect the rubbing parts of the of the parts that it's supposed to. And, and color of the fluid, how would you like it if you went into your shop and he said, um, you need to have your transmission service fluid because the fluid's really ugly, and you went back there and said, pull the stick and touch it right here on the on the chrome bumper, and then what do you put in it? And he says, right here, I got a can of it. Say, fine, touch your finger in that and put it on there, and you couldn't tell the difference between the two colors. You couldn't tell the difference between the fluid he took out of the can and the fluid he took out of your transmission. Sure. And you're, that you know that that's what it's all about. It's 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 important to know that severe means is really abuse. So if you're going to take your car and go hot rod it in the sand dunes, or your four wheel drive trucks, and you're going to go to the sand dunes three, four, five times a year, and you're going to hot rod it and get it stuck and spin the back tires and do all that kind of stuff, then that's that's severe. But there's other places all over the United States that classify in severe. Stop and go. How about New York City? <laughs> right. and, and when you talk about stop and go in Phoenix and stop and go in New York City, it's different. <clears throat> and Phoenix is not is not the same as New York City's stop and go. It's not nearly as abrupt. It's not nearly as often. It's not nearly so much. Unless, of course, right. you drive the ditch every morning. And then as far as haul and trailers are concerned, Florida has more, and they have more humidity, and the humidity contaminates your oil with water. And we don't have humidity, except up north in the mountains. So okay. I, I think that, that fluid changes are, are dependent on just the color and the smell of the fluid. I think master technicians, gray-haired guys, the guys with a little bit of hair in their nose and their ears, they've been around the block, those guys should know the difference. And you should simply develop trust and ask them, how did you get there? Why is it I need to change my transmission fluid at 30,000? Show me. Teach me. Now, let me ask you a question, Wayne. You got kids? Uh, yeah, they're all grown and gone. Okay. Do you, do you remember on Friday night or Saturday morning when you were talking to your son downstairs and, and maybe you were trying to discuss with him what time he got home last night and he's telling you he was home by midnight and you checked his room at 2 and he wasn't there? Right. Well, the, you know that that little voice inside your chest was saying to you, he's lying to you, Wayne, but you're going to have to handle it. That's that. Anybody who's had kids has that voice in their chest that tells them when somebody's standing there feeding them a line of uh, horse manure. 
Yep. So it, it's just it's we were all born with it. It's just those of us with kids probably have a little better handle on what BS smells like. So well, that I have a follow-up question. Uh, okay. I'm not sure these days are virtually all of the late model vehicles calling for synthetic or synthetic blend, or is uh, there a, a choice to put that in when the standard is is not a synthetic fluid? Yes, you can. Here, let me give you a real quick uh, 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 class on, on three kinds of oils. Conventional, okay, semi-synthetic, mm -hmm. and synthetic. Here's okay. the important part. Conventional turns to a tar at about 350 degrees. I'm going to tell you that your motor is a big lump of, of, of melted metal long before 350 degrees. So let me ask you a question. What the heck does Wayne need an oil that's going to turn from a liquid to a tar at 350 degrees when nothing inside his car will last that long? Okay. All right. Second thing is semi-synthetic burns up at 400 and, and full synthetic burns up at 500. Wayne, do you really need a synthetic oil to protect your car to 500 degrees when the motor is going to self-destruct over 300? And the answer is oh, no, no, you don't. Okay. Yeah. But here's where the real difference is, is how long is each good for? The conventional oil has an oil change interval of three to 4,000 miles. Okay? You, you don't want to go past that. So if Wayne only right. drives 4,000 4, miles a year, why doesn't Wayne just put in a conventional oil once a year and be done with it? Semi-synthetic goes from 5 to 7, and full synthetic goes from 7 to 15. So okay. if Wayne drives 15,000 miles a year and he has a car that didn't call for synthetic and he uses the same viscosity that his manual says he should use, then Wayne can go full, a full year with the synthetic oil and he doesn't have to change it and he doesn't have to change the filter and then, and then he just changes it once a year. How much will that save you if you skip three or four oil changes a year at 40 bucks a piece? So my, what I do on my customers is, is how much are you driving? Now, I have lots of senior citizens in Ahwatukee Mountain Park Ranch area. I put all of them on a one, one oil change a year, and I bring them in in April or May because I want to check their car over before the summer, and I want them to go through summer with fresh oil. Does that make sense? Sure does. Then I've got some people that are doing seven to 10,000 miles, and I put them in semi-synthetic, and I put them in one time a year, and I do a lot of oil changes in April and May. Then I got people in full synthetics, and they're doing 15 and 20,000 or 30. Now, on the guy on 30, I bring him in twice a year, and I bring him in the beginning of the summer, the beginning of the winter, and I change his oil, and he goes 15, 12, 15 in between oil changes. I'm okay with that. And I know I'm solid ground because I, I was trained as the Western District Valvoline um, uh, expert in oil. I know what I'm talking about. I know about the oxidation point, which is where it turns to a tar. And then we have what we call the pore point. And this, the pore point is when it turns to a wax. And a synthetic turns to a wax at 60 below zero. When was the last time Phoenix saw 60 below zero? Yeah. So, so it's, a, okay. it's the window of protection, Wayne. Okay. Thank you for your help. Oh, thank you very much, sir. All right. All right the lines are open. 602-508-0960. Jeremy, who was next? Eddie, good morning to you, buddy. What can I do for you? Hey, I, uh, I, I really want to – I like these BMW 7 Series. Um, they're too expensive for me to buy brand new. I like to get a used one, you know, 2005 to 2010, kind of on the higher mileage side, 90 maybe 120,000 miles. What are your thoughts on those cars? 
you know, they're really rocket fast. That 7 Series BMW is a just a rocket ship. And uh, they're big four-door cars. They really, excuse me, they really do ride nice. Not as, in my opinion, not as nice as a Jaguar does. But they ride nice. And they ride as, every bit as good as the Lexus and the Cadillac of that of those errors and stuff like that. I, I would be, most important thing I think you should look at is you want to buy the, the car from the original owner who has all the maintenance records. You don't want to buy it from somebody who bought it at the auction, and you want to run a Carfax on it. No questions about it. You get the VIN, you run the Carfax. You need to know if it's been wrecked. You need to know how many owners it's had. The Carfax will tell you that. And and the Carfax will give you some of the maintenance stopping points where they got, had they gone into a garage who was willing to share their database with Carfax. I'm not one of them because I don't want your data out there on the Internet. So I'm not reporting what I do to my customers' cars just because it's a, it's a privacy issue as far as I'm concerned. So in your case, an original owner, all the maintenance records, a clean Carfax, negotiate your price, buy your car, and have somebody check it out first. A used car checkover is 100 bucks, $125, and it'll almost always pay for itself because they'll find something wrong that will make up that dollars. So you got $250 worth of work that needs to be done right now, so you negotiate that down, pays for your used car checkover, and you're still $125 to the better. Right. So, and what are your thoughts on longevity as far as mileage? Um, I, I, I'll tell you real quick that 99% of all the engines I replace are human-caused damage. I rarely replace an engine that's just flat worn out. I think those seven, the years you're talking about, those are 300,000-mile cars, and the beginning of the end is when they start drinking oil. And when they start drinking oil, the end is close. The end is within 10 to 20,000 miles when they start consuming oil where we're puffing black smoke and you're adding a quart every week. But really and truly, if you don't overheat them and you don't run them low on oil, that BMW 7 Series will go 300,000 miles, no questions. I don't know about the transmission, but the engine will. Okay? All righty, Eddie, thank you very much. Uh, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Iran is our enemy. It makes sense that they would violate their agreements with us. It makes sense that they would try and play us for fools. It makes sense that they would want nuclear weapons. What is not rational is that we want to fool ourselves into believing they're not doing any of that when all the evidence shows that they are. Weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
What if I told you that you could reverse diabetes and stop taking your diabetes medication? If you or someone you care about has diabetes or pre-diabetes, there's a special free video from Barton Publishing you need to watch. You may have heard about this. It's all over the Internet. People who have followed this plan say they have not only normalized their blood sugar, but have, with their doctor's approval, stopped taking their diabetes meds completely. This is a natural, drug-free approach to reversing diabetes, with remarkable results in as little as four weeks. This natural remedy will save you from being a slave to doctor-prescribed drugs. This free video gives you three specific actions to get your blood sugar under control. And the best part is the main ingredient is a common spice found in most kitchens. Watch the free video for yourself at 44diabetesvideo.com. Watch for free at 44diabetesvideo.com. Get back the quality of your life and free yourself from diabetes medication. Go to 44diabetesvideo.com. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037 so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right, but don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, Let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mark Salem. I'm your host here every Saturday from 10 to noon. We're talking about car and car repair, and I want to talk to you real quick about IMM Auto Service. They've been working and fixing on cars since 1972, but here's what's so special about IMM. Not only does he do domestic and imports, he specializes in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So Volvos, Saabs, Fiats, Alfa Romeo, you have no idea how that strikes the fear of the Lord in the heart of a mechanic when he finds out that his first car of the morning is a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or an Alfa Romeo. That's the only place in town that's going to hug you is IMM Auto Service because that's what they do. They love those cars. They have the technology. They have the scanners. They have the computers. They have the software. They have everything necessary. And more important than anything else is is they have the right part avenues. They've identified places they can get parts for those cars. And as they probably shouldn't, they don't share it with the rest of us, and that's okay with me. IMM is in the northeast part 
of Tempe. They're right where the 101 and the 202 meets that divide Scottsdale to the north, Mesa to the east, and Tempe to the west. So if you're looking for a really good shop that's been around since 1972 and you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, Alfa Romeo, or any other domestic car, that northeast corner of Tempe is the place to go. IMM Imports. All right, we'll go to the phones. Mike, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. Enjoy the show. Thank uh, you. 2004 Chevy Trailblazer, uh, about 145,000 miles on it. Weiss took it in for an oil change and tire rotation, and when she got home, she said they wouldn't rotate the tires because it needs, the guy said it needs uh, struts. How do I know? I mean, it seems to drive fine. There's no noises. Oh, boy, we've really sunk to a new low. If, I'm going to start this with if, if he used that as a scare tactic, I'm speechless over that. Yeah. If that's the case. And you know what? I've never heard that before. I've been in this business for 32 years. I've been a master tech since 1991. I've owned my own shop. I've, I started in a gas station in 1968. 69, I think, 68 or 69. Heck, I wasn't even old enough to drive back then. I've never heard anybody say that. That is, well, let me tell you something. Um, the struts are bad when they're leaking oil a lot or when the rear tires are scalloped, and it's not because of the tires. The tires will scallop because of bad struts or bad tires, so it's kind of hard to tell. But... If you bounce on that thing and it goes, you push down on it or just jump on the back bumper and then hop off, it bounces one up, one down, one up, one down, and settles. That's pretty good. Okay. Now, but let me tell you this. There's no question in my mind that, and there's five levels of shock absorbers, level one through level five. Okay. Depending on how long you're going to keep the car, let's pretend that Mark was hired to put a number three in there. Okay. Here's what the conversation is going to say. Hey, Mike, uh, I, I, did you notice any difference in the Trailblazer after I put rear struts on it? Yeah, I did, Mark. <clears throat> Does it, is it better, worse, or the same? No, 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 it's better. It's better. It's obviously better. Um, I didn't understand the deterioration after 145,000 miles. Here's the question. Mike, was it worth it? And the answer is almost always no, especially if they bought the number four and the number five shock. They say, no, I had it to do all over again. I wouldn't have done it. So... I got to tell you something that you you should now you can take and get another opinion. What part of town you live in? Uh, Tatum and Thunderbird area. Okay, I take it up to Kelly Clark at 40th, and I wouldn't tell. I would just or call him or stop by and just say, "Look at that car. I'm not going to tell you how many miles are on it. Um, can you come out and bounce it? Can you take a look at the shocks? Tell me what you think." I think that's called odometer surfing. When we look at the odometer and we see 145 and we look at the shocks, and maybe they have some GM numbers on them, then we want to sell you shock absorbers because we know you haven't changed them, and they're 145,000 miles old, and there's no way that anybody's going to criticize us for doing that, right. but not rotating the tires because you, you have. If you had a broken strut, and when I lifted it up in the air, I was scared that that broken strut wouldn't reposition itself, which would then cause the tire to blow out, that might be a relationship. But the chances of that happening are about as slim as you or I um, getting married tomorrow. Okay? But, of course, they had it up in the air to change the oil anyway. You're exactly right. I didn't know if you'd catch that, but yeah. you're exactly right. So I probably uh, would have somebody else look at it and maybe ask them. Go to Kelly Clarkson and just say, hey, hey, Mitchell, would you put it up on the rack so I can look at it with you? Sure. I'll pay you for your time, whatever. And um, 
depending on what you find out, would depend on whether you're going to go back to that shop again. That's what that I think you vote with your feet on this one. Right. Okay. okay. Very good. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. You betcha. Uh, you betcha. Wow. I can't rotate your tires because you need rear shocks. Let me decipher that for you. I think there's. Let's just assume that Mark's going to guess 50% of the time he's right and 50% of the time he's wrong. If I'm right and this is a BS issue, then this is what it is. I have to scare you into those shocks. So you're a woman, and I'm going to tell you, I can't rotate your tires because those shocks are so bad. I'm scared that you're going to get hurt and your family's going to sue me. That's what they're saying. I, I have never seen that, and I want to tell you something. If one of my techs came up with that, those shock absorbers better not have any oil on them. They better have so much oil running down both of them that it's not even funny. And 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 maybe he says they're leaking oil so bad that I was scared that the oil would get underneath the tire. Or I mean, I don't know that there's an excuse I would buy. <laughs> I don't think there's an excuse I would buy. Jack, good morning to you. How you doing? Good. Go ahead. Hey, I just uh, bought a 13 uh, Suburban, 45,000 miles on it. I do 60,000 miles a year. And I was curious, should I just do a full synthetic and, and change it four times a year? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And, and you might even squeeze three times a year out of that, but I'd, I'd be a little hesitant. I would say to you, I like the four times a year better. Four times 15,000 miles of whack. Now, I want you to raise your right hand and promise me, that you're going to check the oil when you get past the 10 mark, at least every other oil change. Absolutely. I always check okay. oil every week, every couple of weeks. because it's, Okay, uh, then you're home free. Okay. Because sometimes at 15,000-mile intervals, sometimes we're going to use a quart, quart and a half, and that drops yep. you below the ad mark, and I get worried about that. So if I can make you promise you'll check it, then I think a synthetic is the one for you. Yep. Okay, great. All right, thank you very much, Jack. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. Jeremy tells me the lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And you can also email me anytime you want at marketmarksalem.com. Salem is like the cigarette, S-A-L-E-M, Mark with a K, at marksalem, my name, dot com. We'll be back right after this. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer You'll be. 
Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The Arizona Chamber of Commerce and Industry and AM 960 The Patriot have your front row seat to hear from prominent leaders across the United States who are considering a run for the White House. This is Arizona Chamber President and CEO Glenn Hammer inviting you to join us Wednesday, March 25th, when AM 960 The Patriot's own Hugh Hewitt MCs our Leadership Series Luncheon with Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker. The buzz around Governor Walker's potential White House run is building. This is your chance to hear directly from the governor about his record in Wisconsin and his vision for America. This special event will take place March 25th at noon at the Sheridan in downtown Phoenix. Purchase tickets online at azchamber.com. That's azchamber.com. But hurry, tickets are going fast. Kicking things off will be Arizona Governor Doug Ducey. That's Walker, Ducey, and Hewitt together on March 25th at noon at the Sheridan in downtown Phoenix. Get your tickets today at azchamber.com. That's azchamber.com. Are you looking to hire an IT specialist or a logistics expert, a medical technician, or a security professional? Well, there are some very qualified candidates out there. America's Wounded Warriors. These men and women returning from battle are eager to get back to life at home and a good job. Some have wounds you can see, and some have wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. For these accomplished professionals, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work program, a career counseling service that helps wounded warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These warriors have world-class job skills and a unique perspective on teamwork. And to ensure proper placement for each individual, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right candidate for the job. When your company is looking to hire talented, highly trained employees, contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home, the brave. All about that demon, automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels in result of the dream of Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mark Salem. I'm your host here from 10 to noon every Saturday. We're here talking about your car, your car problems, your car questions. And let me tell you real quick about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is the only auto repair shop that is Mark Salem certified in all of Mesa. I'm not saying that they're the only shop in Mesa. They're the only one that I can find. There may be others, but we have some pretty strict criteria. And if you've not been a owner of an auto repair shop for more than five years, you can't be on our list. So I think you'll agree that our criteria is pretty stiff and that benefits you, the consumer. So Thompson's is in Mesa and has been since 1970. 
they're ASC certified technicians. They provide you with the highest level of automotive service, diagnostic, and they also send you friendly reminders based on time when you might be due for any other services. They're a good shop. They've been around a very long time. Brian and Thelma, husband and wife, good people. And when you meet them and shake their hands, you'll understand why they're on my list. Because they're honest and they're dependable as all get out, as my mom used to say. So they're on Main Street, just east of Stapley, kind of centrally located, but they're well worth the drive. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. All right, Jeremy, anybody on the phone? 602-508-0960. All clear right now. I want to tell you also the story about how we got to where we're at today um, real quick. In, in 1988, the number one question on the radio show was, where's my shop? And, and I'm honored by that. I, I, I think that you trust me, and that's why you're interested. But the problem is is that I would say, where do you live? And you say, North Scottsdale. And I would say, well, you're going to pass 20 good shops on your way to me. Why don't you let me guide you? Out of that, I quickly determined that I didn't need to thump my chest and talk about my shop. I, I just needed to guide you to the best shop for you. So out of that came the best car repair shops in Phoenix, and it, and it holds true today. We were the first. We weren't the second to the 15th to the 20th or the 30th. And, of course, you know and I know that there's all kinds of referral networks out there. The referral networks send you someplace. Now, the referral networks are either going to charge the business or you, the consumer, or both of you. And Salem charges the shop. And the consumer, the information to the consumer is free. And the shop simply pays a fee that is less than his electric bill that really talks about just us marketing the list and showing people that we really care. Anyway, so right now today, and, and it's because Mark wasn't any fool back in the 80s. If you live in my area, let me describe my area to you. Mountain Park and Ahwatukee. That's the area that my shop is closest to, and I have no one in that area. But there's no one in that area that was been around in that area since 1979, except me. So we've been in Tempe and in Ahwatukee since 1979, so we've been around. And then you're talking about Northwest Chandler and Southwest Tempe. I don't have any shops in that area. I'm the only one in that area. So if you live in that area, you're welcome to come to our shop. We take new customers, and we work by appointment only, so please call first. And even if you want to wait for your oil change. And here's the deal. You can go into our shop anytime you want. Anytime. You can walk out there. It has a sign. It doesn't say that our insurance company won't let you. It says this. You go out there on your own risk. So don't trip and fall on anything. Watch what you're doing. But I walked into the shop the other morning at about 730. And there was two or three customers, guys in there, helping our technicians work on their cars. It's okay with us. We have nothing to hide. And we like it when you're involved in the repair of your car. And we especially like uh, to take ladies out into the shop and show them what's broken on their car, show them the bad part, show them why it's bad, that kind of stuff. And then we always give you your old parts back. We want you to pay with a credit card. We're going to give you a written warranty. And uh, I think we know how to do it right. So we are uh, in our geographical area, which is southwest Tempe and northwest Chandler and all of Mountain Park and Ahwatukee. The average labor rate's 116, and I'm at 112, and I'm just fine being at 112. The highest labor rate in my area belongs to a couple of dealers at 138. 
So they kind of hold the top end. We have a tire store that's at $80, but the average is 116 and I'm at 112 So just a small thing. That's the reason why we don't talk about my shop a lot is because there's so many other nice shops, and very few of you live in that geographical area. But if you do, you're welcome to do business with me. I don't have a shop in that area that I recommend except me. Who was the uh, caller? Okay, Greg. Uh, go ahead, Greg. And I'll probably answer it on the other side of the break, but go ahead. That's fine. I've got a uh, 2007 Dodge Durango, and every it's a 4.7 liter engine. Okay. Every time I go to start it, it turns over. You know, if 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 uh, you don't get fuel to the to the engine, uh -huh. it'll turn over and turn over for a while. Cranks and, and cranks. Uh, so yeah, it'll crank and crank. This car has to crank and crank, and then it'll start up. If I let I off the key, it won't it won't uh, do the, it won't start. Okay, I already know what's the matter with it. Ah, what is it? But I have to tell you on the other side of the break. <laughs> That's fine. I got another question <laughs> you, for you after that. Okay. Greg, you stay there. Nathan, you stay there. I'll be back right after this. There's nothing worse than being stuck in traffic. 960 The Patriot wants to help you do something about it. And that's where the American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion Traffic Center comes into play. Get traffic reports four times an hour or jumpstart your drive home by visiting 960thepatriot.com and click on the Traffic Center banner. There you can create your custom route to and from work. The power of a traffic center right at your fingertips. The American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion Traffic Center at 960thepatriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
So what do you think of this common core teaching? More like common core confusion. The math just doesn't make sense. I know. What were they thinking? If it's frustrating for us, just imagine the effect on our kids. I don't think I want to put my kids through that. You're taking them out of school? No, I'm putting them in a school that makes sense. Say no to Common Core and yes to private Christian education and yes to half-off tuition. Starting this Monday, March 16th, 960 The Patriot will be offering half-off tuitions to top-notch private Christian schools all over the valley. Improve your child's grades, attitude, put them in a Christ-based learning environment with smaller class sizes and one-on-one attention. Don't miss your opportunity to save in a private Christian school. The sale starts Monday. For a full list of Valley Area schools, log on to 960thepatriot.com. No to Common Core, yes to half-off private Christian education, March 16th to 20th only. Visit 960thepatriot.com. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Looking to know what's up on the Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday from 10 to 12, we're here talking about your car. And let me tell you about automatic transmission exchange. Folks, when I talk about the gray-haired guy, I'm trying to draw a picture of a well-seasoned person, a guy that's been around the block a couple of times, a guy who's well-versed with customers and diagnostics and repair of your car. I'm drawing a distinction between the gray-haired guy and the 16-year-old kid with three whiskers that's in our industry, who's a beginning technician, who we call light-duty technician or an oil change technician, and then you got the college student who just is trained to do one, two, three, four, five, six, all in a row. I'm just drawing that distinction. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just kind of drawing the distinction between the really senior people in our industry and the really um, uh, new people in our industry, and you should probably use them appropriately. So you certainly don't want the three-whiskered kid diagnosing your electronic transmission that might cost $10,000 to replace. Okay? That's what it's all about. Speaking of automatic transmissions, Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil has gray hair all over his head, I'm telling you. And it upsets me that he's got a full head of hair as well. But Phil's been around a very long time. He's on 40th Street in Washington. He's centrally located. And he can take care of your transmission no matter what you've got. Phil's got the technicians, the knowledge, the software, the the scanners, the equipment necessary to diagnose your car. Not too long ago, I had my son's truck in there. He did a bang-up job and made it it work better than it ever has before because he said, I think I need to protect you from further damage, so I'm going to boost up the ability of his transmission a little tighter. And I said, I'm happy to hear that. Even though he paid for it, I still got to okay the repair. So Phil's, again, at Automatic Transmission Exchange. We call it ATE, and he's been around since 1968, 40th Street in Washington. Good guy. All righty, we're going to go to Greg. Greg, on your crank no start, think about this. When you turn the key on and the engine is not running, the computer doesn't turn on the fuel pump because it doesn't see any engine RPMs. But as soon as it sees 250 engine RPMs, which which means you're cranking, and in your case, the technical word is you crank but don't catch or crank but don't start. 
That's the, that's the correct terminology. So the computer turns on the fuel pump, but if it doesn't see the fuel, the engine go to 600 RPM, which indicates that it's starting, then it shuts the fuel pump off. So you've lost your prime overnight. The question is, is where? Is the fuel pressure regulator bad, or, or is the, is the uh, check valve in the tank bad? Because those two things typically cause it. So here's what I want you to, to try to do, and I think I'll get your, start, your car to start for you. I want you to turn the key on and count to three, and then turn the key off. I don't even want you to go to crank. I just want you to light up the dashboard and get the radio to play. So just go to the on position. I want you to do that three times. On, one, two, three, off. On, one, two, three, off. Do that three times. I'll bet you dollars to donuts it starts on the fourth time. And the reason why is because I've just primed the fuel system. So the computer is okay. going to see that. And so if it starts on the fourth try, then you know I'm right and you've got a fuel leak somewhere. The question is, fuel pressure regulator, check valve in the tank. How many miles are on your Durango? 115,000, uh, but I, I think I didn't state my question properly. What happens is it cranks for three to four seconds or three to five seconds, and then it does start. And when, okay, I, well, when I turn the key on, like you're suggesting, I can hear the fuel pump pressurizing the system. Okay. If that's the case, then you have, and as it, does, it, does this extended crank in the, in, when it's cold or when it's hot? or both? All the time. All the time. Okay. Then that's what you have. You have an extended crank. I'm going to change it all together. Okay. And the extended crank typically means that the back of the intake valves are all filled with carbon. So when you first start cranking it over, instead of that gasoline getting into the cylinder, the carbon on the back side of the valves acts as a sponge. Mm -hmm. So as we spray fuel on the back of the valve, instead of it going into the cylinder, really and truly, it's not going into the cylinder until we saturate that sponge. Gotcha. So you might try some additives that will help clean up the carbon at the back side of the valves. Now, I would still also want to scan that because I want to make sure that all the ambient temperatures are correct. What happens if, if six of the sensors in your car all say 61 degrees and one of them says 32 or one of them says 80? First okay. thing in the morning, i got to have the car overnight. First thing in the morning, before anything happens, I'm going to plug in my scanner, turn the key on, and I'm going to go through every ambient temperature, every temperature sensor you got. And if I haven't started the motor up, if it's 61 degrees in the shop, it better be 61 degrees in every single one of those sensors. What happens if one of them is 30 degrees too high? That means that the, it thinks it's hotter, so it's going to trim the fuel down, and that's going to give you an extended crank. Okay. So you have an extended crank. It's just extended crank all the time. It's not cold or hot. So that's that's what I would do if I were working on your car. All right. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Hey, hey, I, another quick question. I got uh, okay. a real. I got a real fast idle on that car. It used to idle at about 2,200 RPM. I put on an idle air control valve, and it went down to about 1,700. I changed the throttle position sensor out. I've checked the air intake. I've checked the, okay. uh, manually checked the, uh, the valve. Uh, I can fix it. I can fix it. Yeah. What you didn't do is you didn't set, you didn't reset minimum idle authority. Ah. And minimum idle authority is synchronizing the screw on the throttle blades, the TPS value, and the value for the idle air control motor. You haven't synced those. I got you. So you're going to spend somewhere between 60, I'm going to guess 65 to 100 bucks to have somebody go through and reset minimum idle authority. Just sinking everything. So here's the deal. 
if the throttle plates are slightly open, then we want to see that in the TPS value. And we want to be able to set the screw to where the throttle blades are five, and I'm just making this up so that you can understand. I'm sure. going to set the base idle screw at 5% open, but I know that the throttle blades are going to be 8 to 10 when it's running. But I just want that throttle screw at 5%, it'll still idle, but it'll barely idle. I just want to catch it before it dies. Everybody wants to use that screw to set the idle, and that screw's not there for that. So then I'm going to look at my scanner, and it's going to say, Mark, at 600 RPM, I want to see 0.617. And so I'm going to get as close as I can at 600 RPM. So I'm going to get the idle air control motor to give me 600 RPM, and then I'm going to set it at 6.17, 0.617, and I'm done. Except I'm making it sound like it's pretty easy, but it's going to take half an hour, 45 minutes to pull it together. So that's yeah, what that's needs to be done. that's beyond my ability. Or what part of town are you in? Uh, northwest. Uh, okay. North, North okay, just go to MarkSalem.com and click on Best Car Repair Shops. I got Mike's out there. I got DNB Auto out there. I got sure. Tom Fletcher at at, uh, at um, Thunderbird Auto. I got a lot of guys that know how to synchronize the throttle position sensor, the idle air control motor, and the the throttle blades. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks right. for the you information. Bye bye. You're welcome, sir. Bye bye. All righty, Nathan, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, uh, before I ask my question, I'm really curious. Uh, when somebody calls up and says, hey, i got a problem with my Ford, blah, 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 do you ever just want to say, oh, I know what your problem is. It's a Ford or it's a Chrysler or whatever. <laughs> do you ever get that temptation? <laughs> well, listen, I'll tell you where I've been catching some flack just between you and me. Um, no one in my family has ever owned a Ford in generations. Oh. And my wife went out and bought the F car the other day. Yeah. And I've I been have. calling it the F car. And people are objecting to that, and I'm doing it just in fun as if I, I, I don't have the ability to say the word forward. So um, they're, 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 I, someone will call in, and they have a 1986 Mitsubishi with a Makuni carburetor, and I just want to crawl underneath my desk and pray for them. <laughs> That's all I want to do. <laughs> so the answer to your question is yes. Wow. Okay, well, what I was really calling in for was, uh, you know, you watch these uh, car building shows on TV, things like that. They build a motor in, and the first thing they do is go slap it on the dyno and make some pulls. I was wanting to get your thoughts on what the proper method for, is it still necessary to break in a new motor? I, I have a 383 stroker that I just put in my Nova. Um, I haven't fired it up yet, and it's actually been okay. sitting for about a year and a half, two years, while I address other things that I want to upgrade or repair, and what okay. would be my break-in method for that? Okay. First of all, that's television, and because I've been in TV for 25 years, I can tell you we do lots of stuff that you, you wouldn't otherwise do. So they're not going to build the motor in, in the first week of January and then dyno the thing the last week of, of uh, June. It's not going to happen. So that's television. And you're right. You would never take a brand-new engine and dyno it. Mm -hmm. um, to answer your question about your stroker motor, don't worry about pulling the spark plugs and putting oil inside the spark plug holes because I promise you it's not going to crank. It's not going to catch and start up within the first three or four minutes of total cranking. So not, not in three minutes of total cranking. I'm talking about total time. It's going to develop oil pressure long before that, and you don't need to worry about that because it's, you're going to have to crank it and then let it sit for a minute, crank it and let it sit, crank it and let it sit. You're going to have to do that so many times you'll have oil pressure. Here's what I would do. If I was king of the world, I would disable the cruise control for the first 5,000 miles on people's cars. 
I would ex- explain to them how important it is that we throttle up and then we coast. We throttle up and then we coast. Because when we throttle up, we rattle the motor, we are polishing the metal pieces that are rubbing together. Then when we back off, we're saturating that joint with oil. So throttle up, throttle down. Throttle up, throttle down. I would never use cruise control in the first 5,000 miles of a car. You obviously don't want to get anywhere close to the red line, and obviously you don't want to overheat it. Drive it normally. Drive it as if you have a, uh, a glass of Pepsi between your legs, and it's kind of full so that you don't, and you're going to your to meet your girlfriend's mother, so you don't want to walk in there with uh, a front of your pants all wet. And just drive normally. Uh, it's okay to, when you turn right and you get on the entrance ramp on that stroker motor, take it up high in first gear. And then when you shift to second, then you ease into third, then back off the throttle and let it oil up. That's what it's all about. And then we can dyno your car, uh, your motor in your car, because we're just going to strap it into the dyno, and we're going to get you up to where here's the, here's the end result. Your foot's on the floor. And if I push the up button one more time, your RPM is going to drop. So I go back to what we call neutral. And then I push it down, and your RPMs raise. So I am measuring the horsepower and torque when you are on the floor. And any more load would reduce your RPM, and any less load would raise your RPM. So I'm right where your motor makes the most money. And I can tell you something. uh, Probably... 10% 10% of the time, the motor blows up. So uh, I'm just telling you that just in case you decide to take that stroker motor out. No, not not for quite a while. I, I don't want some kind of race car or anything. I just want something nice that I want to cruise around in. It's my first car. I've had it a long time, and I want to take care of it. But, okay. you know, I, I don't have to do anything in particular as far as, like, breaking in the cam or anything like that. No. Nope. I, I can just get nope. it running. Just use a good oil. The idles, all that good stuff. Yep. yep. And make sure the emissions are good. Now, the emissions are nothing more than a big wing nut at the back of the car. And we're going to – I want you to go down the freeway and set your cruise control at 60 miles an hour, okay? Right. And at 60 miles an hour, I have a big wing nut on my side of the passenger side. And here's vehicle emissions. I'm, I'm, I swear to you, this is the truth. I'm going to open that, that wing nut, that, that knob, eight turns, and I'm going to start screwing it in at a half a turn at a time. And you're doing 60, we're setting the cruise control. We're going along. I turn it in a half turn, nothing. Turn it in a half turn, nothing. Keep going, keep going. I get down to two, and then I turn it in a half a turn, and all of a sudden you drop to 58. That's called lean. We're trimming it down to a lean condition. So if you were had a hold of that, that knob, and I turned it a half a turn, and it went to 58, what would you do to it? I'd probably back it back out. About a quarter turn or a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's vehicle emissions, buddy. That's exactly what vehicle emissions is all about. It's just take, measuring how much gasoline coming out of your tailpipe that you're not using up front. So I would set the CO on your car with that stroker motor about 2%. And that's well underneath the emission standards, and that's perfect. And so I would set it that way. So, And most guys will set the, the, the HC and CO. HC is a derivative of timing. NOx is a derivative of your EGR value, even if you have one. And CO is is how well the how rich the carburetor is running, so or the fuel injection. I got to run, but thank you very much. My email is mark at marksalem.com. My website is marksalem.com. My list of the very best car repair shops that have my promise to you that you're going to be treated fairly is on marksalem.com. 
I've been around a long time. I'm a master technician, and I answer lots of car questions on the Internet. So if you're shy and you don't want to go on the radio, then just send me an email. Mark, with a K, mark at marksalem, S-A-L-E-M, dot com. Until then, I'll see you next week. Drive safely, wear your seatbelt, and if somebody does something nice for you, it's okay to roll your window down and shake your arm at them and say thank you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.